Okay, so here we have a, a couple of halachas which are generally related to, uh, to employees. Not uh, Some of them a, a little bit more so, but some of them are sort of like Yerodea halachas. But he says, Somebody who has employees uh, who are Jewish but are not observant. So to go ahead and serve them food, which is not kosher, so that is asr. Sometimes you may, one may be having a, a, a holiday party, and they want to go uh, just provide food for uh, those who are going to be eating. And if most of the employees are, uh, are not Jewish, so it's a lot cheaper to get the, the non-kosher platter rather than a kosher platter. But in the event that you know that some of the employees are Jews, so then you would not be allowed to go ahead and put that food out because it would be leaf neighbor. Losite Mirsha posting a stumbling block before another Jew. Or, depending on the exact circumstances, it may be a Durabanan form of that, which is called Messiah, where they could go ahead and do the Avera anyways, but, um, um, but, uh, but maybe not a Doraisa. Then, the next halacha, Hagam Mishum Lo Sechanim. So there's an Isa Doraisa, uh, according to most poskim, of Lo Sechanim, of giving a gift to a non-Jew for no reason whatsoever, just time to go ahead and give a gift. So although there is such an iser, but it is permitted to go ahead and to give a non-Jewish employee a tip, either in the middle of the job, or that there's assurance that you'll give that tip, in order that the person will go ahead and do a better job for you. So when giving a tip is being done for the purpose of getting something in return, it's not simply just a gift, but it's because one, it's trying to get good service, so then that's certainly an acceptable reason to go ahead and give a tip. He's going to mention in, the, in a moment that the, many times it's actually mandated. And even after the job is completed, so you're no longer concerned that uh, it's not getting a person a coffee in the middle of the job, so continue to work good. But the job is over, and you may, ne- you, uh, may not ha- never hire that person again. If giving a tip is considered to be common uh, etiquette, common practice, and you're not doing it just to benefit the, uh, the, uh, the, the non-Jew, you're doing it because that's what's uh, the, the common practice to be done. So then it's also going to be mutter. Because in such a case, we consider the tip to be part of the, uh, the cost of the, of the service. So you go out to a restaurant, so in a restaurant, if you're sitting down, there's expectation that there's a tip, and that's just sort of, and many times that they may roll it into the, uh, the final bill anyways, but that's considered to be standard practice to go ahead and tip the people who, uh, who helped you at the, at the table, and therefore that also is, uh, is certainly permitted, it's certainly mandated and inappropriate, and not going to be a violation of this iser. It also because the dark is shalom, it's also something which is permitted. Then, finally, he says, So another application of this prohibition called Lo Sechanim is to go ahead and praise a non-Jew. Again, for no, uh, not when there's any uh, benefit which you stand to gain by this, just by saying he's a wonderful uh, person or something like that. So although there is such an Isser, but when the uh, a Jew stands to benefit, when you stand to benefit by praising that person, so then it's certainly okay. Therefore, if your friend asks you regarding a certain painter or appliance repair guy or a 
plumber or an electrician, is that person's work good? Are they reliable? Are they trustworthy? Do they stay within uh, you know, the, the estimate? So then you could go ahead, if the person uh, did the job well, and he did it within, uh, within budget, you could go ahead and you could praise him. Because that serves as a toelis, because now your friend will have a reliable, trustworthy uh, uh, employee. And it's also certainly go, uh, permitted to go ahead and praise the employee in the employee's presence, in the event that your, your intent is to go ahead and to get better work out of the person. So then it's something which is going to be, uh, which, which would be acceptable. So in most instances where it's etiquette or where it's expected, so these things are all going to be permitted and are going to be allowed. I think there's a sheer somewhere online about uh, leaving a Yelp review for uh, a non-Jewish uh, service provider. Don't remember what the rabbi said, my shir, but I don't remember what I said. But it's uh, but if you want more about that, so I'm sure you could find that uh, that topic somewhere there. Yeah. In the, the first case, let's say somebody has 500 employees and 10 are Jewish. Are you going to provide 500 kosher meals or 10 kosher meals? Uh, you provide 500. Pastors should provide 500, not just the 10. Because how do you know that the Jews will take those 10? You just put them out there. Yeah? Half of that was my question. <clears throat> you were using 250 and 5? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking you, you buy the non-kosher food, and then you buy kosher food, and you put out both. You can't go to the kosher people and say you have to eat from here, and you probably shouldn't be asking who's Jewish. Then you get a whole problem with mother, father, this and that. Wouldn't it be enough to label it and make an announcement for those of you who desire kosher food? It's over here. Right, so that may take it from a Doraisa to a Durabanan, but it may uh, still be a Durabanan if uh, it's likely that uh, by the end of the, uh, the event, the kosher will still be there and the non kosher will have been consumed. So just giving a person an option doesn't necessarily, it, it, it takes it from a Doraisa to a Durabanan, but it doesn't mitigate the, uh, the Durabanan. There you can look in uh, Rabbi Kushner's Commerce and Isuri Hana as a long uh, footnote about, uh, about that. Yeah, yeah, I know. Different is their potential, yes. Yes, we didn't even uh, touch upon that. Good, excellent.